what we do here is go back, 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 back. Is it it's clout? Is that a thing? Does, clout, yeah. Just, okay. Yeah, that's. I, I, I trust me. I'm hey, what's the ratio? Can you guys explain that to me? What does that mean? <laughs> oh, you don't want to be ratio. You don't want to be ratio. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Welcome back to another edition of the Raider Take Podcast. I am Mike McDonald. With me, as always, is Andy McDonald. And we have a fantastic interview for you guys today. Andy, tell the people what we got for them. Yeah, so um, good good conversation we had. Um, Paige Kuhn, um, we, you actually set this up, I think it was a couple weeks ago. So um, we were able to talk to her today. She, she's fantastic. She, uh, she works at Bleacher Report um, for the last, I believe, six or seven years. We ended up meeting her kind of uh, through stick to football um, when we went out to tailgate tour. So um, good conversation um, overall. She's, she's a local Bay area resident as well, but um, yeah, she's, she's awesome. Um, she, once again, that bleach report is on two guys, a girl and a podcast. I'm with Matt Miller and Mello, who you guys know um, we had Mello on the pod as well. So um, yeah, good interview. Excited for you guys to hear. So that's the content for this week. So I hope you enjoy yeah, it was fantastic having her on. Um, a great conversation, like you said. It was good to just chat with her and you know get get her side of things as a um, inverse sports fan um, that compared to to how we are, and we get into that a little bit. But um, yeah, it's going to be great uh, as always. Please share, subscribe, rate, review. Give us those five stars. Uh, share it on Twitter, Facebook. Uh, go follow the YouTube channel. Any way you can continue to support us, we really appreciate everything, and uh, we hope y'all. Enjoy this interview. Better Nation, love you guys. Peace out. We're back. Fingers crossed we, that we're back. We're so back. <laughs> no, I, I just, I, I, I don't, I, like, I, I feel like everyone ha- should have their opinion about things. And then it's like, but sometimes when I go, I go a little bit and it's just like, this is the way it is. And you're like, hey man, just relax for a second. You know, other people might think differently. That's all. <laughs> that's, that's the humble braggedness or also kind of just like I'm right and I don't care kind of thing not to say that Matt is that way but no I mean he is we we, I wish (laughs) we should call him more out for the humble brag things and bring that back of calling him out a little bit more on that front even though I think if you listen to stick to football and you have now transitioned into two guys a girl you are you pick up on that already you say it to yourself when you hear him do it you go Uh, yeah it it, it just (laughs) happened and What's in this? Sorry, I promise we'll get back to like the script if, if we want oh, to call it no, that. Oh, I don't but care. There was there was a couple times where you got like legit, like you've been pissed and like you snapped at them, and I was like, "Whoa!" I'm like, "It's about to go down." Like this is great. It's so funny. Anyways, I'm, I'm just saying, like, it'd be hard. You know, you work with you know people, and then you're like, you're also like, "Hey, shut the fuck up!" Once in a while, I'm trying to tell you what's going on here. You know. Well, because I don't even think they notice it either. Like, I just yeah. think sometimes, especially Matt, like, he does not notice it because he's so used to being in that role. And, like, when they mm-hmm. brought me in, it was like, hey, we're going to host. We want you to host. And I was like, all right, cool. Then you're going to let me host sometimes. It's <laughs> yeah, going to happen. Let me fucking... No, you're like, can you shut up for a second? Like, let me well, just... <laughs> they're literally like my older brothers that I've never had because yeah. I only have a younger brother. And mm-hmm. I've never, like, I don't have any older siblings. So they're like the older siblings that I had never had. And they drive me absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. But I love them. Like, it's just a very, it's a very, like, I'm like their third sibling. Obviously, they have brothers, yeah. other brothers. But like, in that group, we are like a group of siblings talking. I yeah. think it makes for the best content. It does. Well, and, and that's more evident than than what I mentioned. But like, there's those moments where you're like, this is siblings too, is where these younger ones like shut up for a second i'm gonna tell you some things you know yep your brother by the way your brother was very good on that last one. i thank you for saying that he i i threw him into it and i felt so bad i was like hey by the way matt and miller are gone do you want to do it mm-hmm. and he was like sure and i didn't think like hey maybe we should practice before or whatever because like i when i started podcasting like i've done like practice rounds before we did stuff and it was like mm-hmm. different topics but like you just get the feel of everything and I didn't really let him get the feel of like what it's, I mean, he knows what it's like to have a conversation and try to get it a word in edgewise with me anyway, because he's my younger sibling. So, so does Mike. Well, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm the younger one, but Micah gets it too. <laughs> yeah. He's like Paige. I, and so then he, I, you could tell after a little bit into it, he started interrupting me because he was like, I'm not going to be able to talk if mm-hmm. not. So um, Matt and Mello are going on vacation again in two weeks. 
So I think he might be back on to do it. We'll see. He might have another guest do it, but he, he enjoyed it. And he, he was like, Hey, it's not as easy as it looks. Cause people think it's so easy to just yeah. hop on and be able to talk, but it actually takes some practice. No, it does. And, and, but he was, I thought he was great. And, and it's funny because when he was describing, I think it was the, I think it was like the chicken nuggets from Chick-fil-A yeah. and he said, and he said they were versatile. I'm like, I look at my food that way too, man. I'm like, <laughs> I get it. Like, you know, it's like, if you're going to make me pick, I'm going to pick something that can just play in a couple different areas. You know, I think that's, I was like, yeah. I, I hear you. I hear you, dude. You know, so I'll give him that feedback. He'll be happy to know. Cause all of his, <laughs> I mean, he was the president of his fraternity. So he very much had like, he sent it out to everybody and was like oh. super excited to be honest. <laughs> so he got that feedback, but hearing it from a stranger is probably more accurate. Than well, the, else. Yeah. That's why it's even weird for me to bring it up. I'm like, Hey, this is weird. But like, I thought he was cool and I get the <laughs> chicken nuggets thing you know like if you can take that away then great but yeah um, if there's one thing that andy can compare to him with it's the blue powerade because that was mcdonald's had blue powerade for oh i don't God, know if they still like, do but the blue powerade thing i was like oh that's andy right there yeah <laughs> <laughs> i i think the high c was better than the blue powerade maybe that's just the like older thing because i don't know if that got phased out because he's eight years yeah. older than i am so mm. There was a gap in there, and also like we we ate McDonald's more when I was younger than when he was. So, but right. still funny that he, yeah, he's he's actually hilarious, which is unfortunate because I I feel like I'm the funnier sibling, but it's really him. <laughs> I won't and ever he's tell. Super him. tall and like being super tall is like cool, you know, like that's that's awesome. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. It's actually not fair. I'm not really sure what happened, but I mean, like I'm not a tall person whatsoever. We have the same parents. I I don't know. You was just tall and, and you weren't, and that's I'm okay. Not, you know? I mean, I'd probably have a different career path if I was six, eight, um, maybe playing in the yeah, maybe, maybe. Play, yeah. play, playing volleyball yeah. overseas or something. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, Over, just, you just instantly go to overseas. You're yeah. like, I fit in <laughs> better with the European. For, than, like for the volleyball, German. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Vol- I thought, sorry, I thought you said basketball. But no, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. For volleyball. But, you got to make that money. That's true. Yeah. You actually make a great money in europe playing basketball as a male or female just because you're so tall and people are fascinated with you (laughs) and so it's just like gene deals for no reason like Mm. all kinds of stuff no i watched the last dance tony kukoc had to make a financial decision to come play for the bulls so you know i get it that's as much as i know about european basketball salary so um great well thank you again for for jumping on so i guess now we're we have that interview there yeah yeah that's perfect (laughs) Um, I think we're done. Great. Um, yeah. But See ya. anyways, so, so I, as, as I mentioned to you, like we, it's, I think that's, that's, it's what's so cool about where everything is now with social media and, w- and with sports in general in the industry is, is like, we drive out to Stanford and, and we, you know, see you jump in. And then like, I was like, Oh, I can then follow you from there. And I, I think you're fantastic. I'm not just Thank you. bluffing you up, but I, I do. <laughs> Um, but just, could, do you mind just walking us through kind of like, you know, starting that Bleacher Report 2015, I believe. Yep. Right. So like, what was that like, you know, coming out of college and then what's, what's been that journey, I guess. Yeah. So first I always say that I was a server for six months after college before I got this job, because I think sometimes people think that like you just automatically hop out of college and your, your dream job at a massive media company happens and it didn't. Um, but I did get very lucky in the sense that I found a listing, um, on Twitter, uh, for Bleacher Report and I started sending newsletters. So I legitimately was going through like the best articles on different teams for different leagues and sending them out via email, which was like a huge thing. I, what is that? Seven years ago now, um, which makes me feel very old, but, um, but so I started doing that and, um, it was interesting at first because I, I mean, I had worked in my athletic department at U of A. I had done a pregame show. I had tried all kinds of things, um, working in sports, whether it be like stat runner on camera, off camera, editing, whatever it was. And then coming into this role was like so different, but I sort of learned that like, there's so much to the sports industry. It's not just like, Hey, this happened sort of like we I mentioned earlier, like you think that these things just like organically happen, whether it be a podcast or a show or whatever, you know, there's some behind the scenes, but you don't know the inner workings of all of it. So um, I interviewed and, and got the job. And then after that, I've just like worked my way around Bleacher Report a little bit. And now um, I'm the college football editor um, and college basketball editor. Um, so most of the text content is usually um, through my staff that I establish and pitch ideas to um, and manage that. But yeah, it's been an interesting uh, ride. But Bleacher Report, I'm very grateful for because um, 
they've kept me around this long and also like they've given me other opportunities and I just haven't stayed in the same job since I got there. That's great. And then when, so, cause I, I, I also have followed Matt and, and also uh, Lefko and Connor and, and, and you yep. as well, but like when, when you got in in 2015, what was the, the, the landscape of, of the company? Because I know they've gotten so much bigger, which has been awesome. Right. But like, was it still that small startup kind of feel or what was that like? Yeah. So it's kind of weird because, so when I first got there, they were like a year into having been purchased by Turner. Mm -hmm. And so this was the start of when Bleacher Report just became known for NBA stuff because our NBA coverage just became our bread and butter because of the rights that we had, the like work with studio and everything like that started to kind of ramp up. And as you've seen, like, even with like Sims and Lefko was like my favorite podcast and like was the biggest show that they had show. If you could say um, they also had like young athletes at the time. So this was the time of, you know, doing commitment videos on Bleacher Report. And I'm super grateful for that because that's sort of what made me fall in love with college football was the fact that like Bleacher Report covered it the way that they did. Now I'm like, oh, I would hate to have, see some kid jump out of a plane. I'd roll my eyes at it at this point. Maybe it's just because I've gotten older. Off with, the jet ski with, or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then it was like the coverage was just so in-depth and getting to meet some of these kids. I mean, if you guys, obviously, if you listen to the podcast, you know I love Najee Harris, and it's because I got to meet him through a BR project. Mm-hmm. And there's just a lot of really cool stuff that they were doing at the time. But to see how it's grown, having been with Turner for a while now and having like the original CEO come back, um, it's kind of moved into a powerhouse for lots of other things. So now we have the BR gridiron vertical, you yeah. know, um, Lefko is on TNT now. It's so crazy. <laughs> crazy um, yeah. you know, everything the, we now have a baseball, um, vertical as well, BR walk off. So there's just like all kinds of things that were not there. Um, but something I, I always tell people is like, you can never, like you're never going to reach the like perfection goal of like, Hey, we're doing all these things. Right. Because there's always something new. Like when I started, there wasn't TikTok, Instagram and how they like house of highlights and how they viewed things. Cause that's attached to BR as well. Like it's just developed so much. You're never going to be able to perfect anything. Just keep up with the times and do your best. And that's something that I would have not known coming out of college is like, I would have thought like, Oh, okay. You do a studio show. This is what you do. But it's like, no, you have to keep up. You got to be changing with the times mm-hmm. moving with what's new. Um, and there's always a different technology now that kids, I say kids, even though I'm not that old, but still <laughs> it's like, there's just so much. There's, there's um, a different generation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so consuming sports is just always evolving. Like there's just no one way that it happens. So, um, yeah, no, that, I mean, I love what we're doing now in terms of like studio and things like that. I feel like it's just gotten so much bigger, um, with the help of like Warner media. And I think it's just going to get even larger with like baseball. And then now we have hockey rights. So mm-hmm. it's definitely a cool place to be. Yeah, no, it's awesome. I think that's, you know, I would, I would say not like I was on the board meetings, but like bleach report just because they were small in scope, right? Like, at the time they could adapt and they yeah. could kind of move and shake it and, and do that and be, and be versatile to, to just appeal to what it needed to be. And I think that's great. And they've, they've taken off, especially since, I mean, I don't know when I started following them, but it's, it's been awesome to see. And, and you can tell the people that have been a big part of that, like, you know, like yourself and Lefko and Matt and every, like, it, it seems like it's going well. So it's, it's just cool to see. And it's, you know, they're in San Francisco. So it's usually yeah. like, oh, Hollywood or New York and whatever. But it's like, it's cool to see that um, take off that way. So um, so I guess being that the emphasis on on more, you know, the NCAA and, and football and also basketball, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. obviously some some big news recently with the name, image and likeness. Like what what do you think? And you probably feel this question a thousand times. But <laughs> what is it. that? Yeah, great. <laughs> I know. So that's why. That's why Mike is like, this is, you know, this is good. So what do you think that does for the landscape? And I guess I was thinking too more on like the recruiting aspect from those colleges and being able to factor that into a decision, right? Um, So I guess what's your take there? Yeah, I think it's not going to change recruiting as much as people Mm -hmm. think, because Mm -hmm. like most of us who love college football, we also know that it has sort of its own flaws that this was sort of happening anyway, without mm-hmm. us knowing and under, and under the table a little bit. Now it's just McDonald's like, oh. bag. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I think, you know, the powerhouses are going to remain the powerhouses in recruiting. I think it's amazing for the players to be able to make money even. And like, 
my guy Joe Burrow said it best, like this helps the fringe players who are working two jobs to like stay on the team and and get themselves through school. Like this really does help them because, you know, being able to make money off of that is a lot easier than having to work like a shift at a restaurant or things like that. Mm -hmm. So it definitely makes it more manageable for those guys. And that's why this is so important. Um, I'm excited to see how the next like couple years go. I just think it already is so wild to like try and keep up with. Like I thought keeping up with college football was hard enough. Cause I always explain to like people who don't work in sports. I'm like, look like, yeah, this league has 30 teams. This league has 32 teams. College football has like basically a hundred and something division one teams to keep up with. So it's hard to keep up with what every single player is doing and what they're signing. Um, I think it's great that a lot of them have decided to give to charity. There's so much good that comes from this, but it's also going to complicate a lot of things. And I just hope that like kids are being smart and I hate calling them kids because if we can, you know, if they can be drafted at this age and they can vote, like they should be fine to be able to figure out that they have to pay taxes. I don't know why the internet was like, (laughs) don't forget you have to pay taxes. It's like, yeah, Yeah. that's, I mean, to get off my lawn. Yeah. exactly. That's like, if I was was one of those kids, I would be like, Hey, maybe I should go play football in Texas and Florida. Sorry, Arizona. I wish this was the case, but those don't have, income tax yeah, so like exactly. state income tax so like if you're making money that's why like a lot of like independent contractors or people mm-hmm. that are like influencers live in those states because obviously it benefits them financially so i think that would be the only recruiting advantage but i'm not sure that we've even gotten that far but i think texas and florida is already a recruiting advantage but i right. don't think that this is going to hurt the ohio states the alabamas it's certainly not going to i'm just waiting to see if um davos winnie is actually going to coach um, since he said he was quitting, so I'm not really mm-hmm. sure. I don't even know if he's spoken about this yet. Someone's actually <laughs> gotten him to say yeah. something on record, but I'm excited for that press conference because obviously he'll he'll turn it into he meant pay for play, which will eventually happen. So yeah. he should be careful. Go ahead. Sorry, I was just gonna ask what do you what do you think the biggest like okay things are different now as far as like people getting paid is concerned as far as in in college it's like okay this dude got this much money or like Mm -hmm. this company went and you know went all in on this player or you know what I mean like this guy chose it was obvious he chose this team because of the money you know what I mean is there anything that you can think of that's gonna be like okay that's things are different now this is the one thing on the on the market that's like okay things have changed yeah so I think you will see certain players that are like really highly touted that should go to the Alabamas, Ohio States or whatever, go to the like fringe powerhouses. I know it's actually funny. I was listening to Colin Coward talk about how Johnny Menzel only was going to go to Texas A&M. They're like the third school in, in Texas in terms of whatever, but like their boosters and alumni have deep pockets. Yeah. I mean, some of the deepest in college football. So I think you'll see teams like a Texas A&M, and I'll miss like the SEC schools that are not necessarily always great on the field will get star players because there will be opportunities because boosters will set it up and figure it out. Um, so I think those are the schools. I may be hoping that some Arizona alumni, I wish I came into a bunch of cash because I can tell you how much I'd be trying to get kids to brand and go to U of A. I don't know if I can say that, but you know what I mean? But uh, it doesn't matter. Um, at this point, we've had enough NCAA violations. We're fine. <laughs> Um, so, but I definitely think that like, those are the fringe schools. That's where we're going to see the biggest impact is like, you'll see those guys who end up taking the money and they're like, okay, mm-hmm. they don't really want to win the national championship. But I think the the powerhouses stay the same. Um, I'm hoping for Oklahoma that maybe like they can get defensive players. I don't know. We'll, we will see. Um, but yeah, I don't think it pushes anyone over the edge. I think it'll take a bit for that to happen. No, and that that was my question. Is like there's, I like you said, it's it's not going to affect Ohio State, it's not going to affect Clemson or Bama, whatever. But like the the players that go, like they go from a different to a different state because like mm-hmm. I, I need to get into the league, right? It's like yeah. those those fringe players that are maybe four stars or whatever it may maybe right um, that could make a difference. And I guess we'll see. But yeah, no, that's great. Now, I, man, I feel like we could talk to you about college football forever. <laughs> Well, uh, this is one of the questions Mike had is in a, who, so let's just say everything just goes to plan, which everyone wants and they create the new NCAA game. Right. And we mm-hmm. get that EA sports to go in. Who's, who's the player, right? Who, who's, let's just say it's for next year. So it'd be like, you know, this year. As a caveat I'm adding, do Arch Manning doesn't, he, Arch Manning count. doesn't count. He doesn't yeah. count. Hey, so I mean, I would have to say if we're considering the players that are playing this year, 
Yeah, because isn't it like next year's game would be like they would this take in, year's yep, players. That's what so. they did in the past, but that's because they didn't want to pay people. It was, yeah. like, you know, whoever oh, was going to be out of there. So they, I can <laughs> see it coming out. So if it was, have. if it's this year's, and unfortunately this is going to happen, um, it is going to be a lot of quarterbacks, but I, I would probably go with Spencer Rattler this year mm-hmm. and then DJ Yui Ungalele the next year. I wasn't going to try to say his yeah. name. That guy is going to make so much money. His, mm-hmm. his, his dad is probably one of the most like savvy people in terms of knowing the industry because I'm pretty sure he's the one that was like a bodyguard for someone super famous and like mm. he's been around he's from california obviously socal like they know how to work that system and are very aware so i think there's a lot of opportunities for him and his younger brother who's coming up um but yeah i would say that he would probably be the next guy that i would say would make the cover if it's before the season two because i think he'll have a big year this year yeah um but i think even more so the following year yeah rattler has a buzz right now so yeah um Last, last question on this is um, if, cause that's, this has been the debate is, is who would have made, if this was always this way, right? Who would have made the most money? And let's just say the last in the 2000s, in the 2000s, you have to pick one, only one, oh, not, not a list, so not a Mount hard. Rushmore. I know, but. This is hard because I have so many like biases when it comes to certain players. <laughs> I think. It's not McCaffrey. I'm sorry. No, it's not Christian. I'm trying to think of somebody that could have, because I'm thinking like Joe Burrow had the best like college Mm -hmm. football season like ever. Mm -hmm. And it was also in terms of like turnaround, but like, I'm trying to think of guys that were like consistently good for the years that they had to, Mm -hmm. to be there with, sorry to cut you off, but with Burrow too, like think of marketing and social media was a lot more elevated to where it could have expanded quicker, even if it wasn't the biggest buzz for, a couple of years right Ex- yeah. exactly and also just the person that he is and I think he would have done the most good with the platform which is great but I think I want to say Reggie Bush because that counts right that's like fringe yeah, yeah, yeah. Said. Um, I would probably say Reggie Bush just because of the fact that he was in LA and mm-hmm. I mean people were already paying him like yeah. we knew we know <laughs> that he already got the bag so like yeah. he could have gotten so much more if it was a a legal thing so i would i would take reggie but that's also my west coast bias sorry guys i mean i guess it's okay on this podcast no yeah totally good (laughs) i was gonna i was gonna say it's hard to fight against manzel because we already know how much money he made under the table like yeah and he was just i'm sure behind the scenes it was just like yeah whatever you want i'll do it and just give me money for it you know what i mean (laughs) like that was just his prerogative I think in like today, like if it was today and we had Johnny Manziel, it would absolutely be Johnny Manziel mm-hmm. because of Barstool Sports. Yeah. But I think it was too new still then for their dominance. Like I know they've been around for a long time, but I think it would have been more so if yes. he was, I mean, he even was, I think he was associated with them pretty early on afterwards. Mm. So I think, but I think his image also people were afraid to to be it's kind of like a brand yeah Yeah, there's like it's like branding now like you know celebrities who like don't say certain things because they know brands and the partnerships that they're with so I think we will see a lot more of that with college football right now it's going to be signed with whatever but I think in the next like couple of years after someone loses a major brand deal for you know being caught on snapchat or being caught on something else and doing college things that college kids do there are going to be some repercussions to yeah. some of those things. And we are going to have stories like that. So I think um, Johnny Manziel would have been a very fragile one to have yeah. because he, he was, he's Johnny Manziel. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like that with teams in general now, you know what I mean? Like Johnny Manziel's that's a hard, hard person to pull the trigger on because of the off field stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. So brands are probably going to be very similar to the way teams are as far as where am I going to invest my money? You know what I mean? Like got to make this worth it. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but to your point, Barstool has made that like acceptable because of the things that they've done. So now it's mm-hmm. easier to take a risk on someone a little bit that's against the grain, you know. It is. Um, so if you would like to be a Barstool athlete, you get merch for free and congratulations mm-hmm. on the merch. Yeah. yeah. I'm going back to college just for that. I have some <laughs> eligibility years just to get some, some free merch. But um well well great. Let's let's get into now we're getting into the thick things, right? So so we're in the Bay Area. We're all, you know, Mike is a little bit north but let's just we're all in the bay area okay yes. and, and we because we were raised uh you know hour and a half north of sac um we weren't tied to the cities like he was saying with with the raiders but we we're it was our brother just said 
you're a Raider fan. He was a season ticket holder, first row, black hole, like whatever, right? And then our dad was like, you can be a Raider fan, but you're a Giants fan. And we're like, great. We're four, no. so we're going to listen to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're so the exact we're, opposite of you. Yep, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so we're a little bit, uh, you know, I feel like we have a good connection right now, but like we're a little different here. And and just with that being said, I just wanted to put the landscape because you are a Niners, okay? Yes. I think there's there's a mutual respect going on, but let's just set that to the side and and let's talk about the Angels for a second just the okay. AL West. Okay. okay. How terrible is it that there's basically two transcendent players on their team with Otani, who's basically Babe Ruth in the flesh um, and yes. Mike Trout, who's basically William Mays, just to be so shitty. Like they're so bad and they're never going to make the playoffs and they're never going to do anything. Do you just want to like rip the angels for a second? You know? Um, I would love to rip the angels. I Perfect. actually, but I'm, I'm glad that you basically told me don't rip the giants because I listen to the podcast. <laughs> you you know, we're getting, we're getting there. Don't right worry. Now. I can't right now. And also you guys have to understand too, like my family, like I have, my cousin's husband is like a diehard giants fan and mm. like will not let up the past month. Um, and especially cause I'm actually helping out with baseball coverage for BR right now. And so he's like, Hey Paige, by the way, I noticed there was a, a Giants article. Was that you? Um, but the angels, it makes me sad because I, I love baseball more than I hate the angels, if that makes sense. So like, I hate, like, I more f- so feel bad for Mike Trout and Otani. Otani's like, mm. seems like the nicest human being to ever walk this planet as well. It's like very okay. Like, I mean, he got checked for sticky stuff and he was like, oh yeah, sure. Here you go. Like, thank you. And like, I'm like, what? And there's guys like ripping their pants off and being all pissed off. And he's like super gracious, but I mean, it's sad also because it feels like, I mean, they're the, they were the LA angels or the Anaheim, Los Angeles angels. They added that to maybe help, but it didn't. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's unfortunate that they can't thrive in that market because there are I mean I mean you can say all you want about the A's but they're still winning games and making the playoffs and then losing the first game in the playoffs because it's a wild card (laughs) game always but you know what they're still getting there and doing Mm -hmm. those things and even like the Padres like look at them now like you know what I mean like there's teams that aren't in huge markets that are making it work and figuring it out and I mean there's plenty of money there they don't need like you're in you can make the most out of it but I, I I do hate to say this I can't stand watching them play but I mean the Astros are more painful for me to deal with at this point there's p- other people in our division that have made it much worse and more painful for me and growing up the Mariners were always a pain in the A's side mm. and like I, this whole division just makes me so angry and then also just Giants fans in general okay great um yeah I was trying to find some common ground because I was like hey listen we lost to the Angels in 02 and then yeah. the World Series not to mention yeah. that the Raiders just got the shit kicked out of them you know the year before um in the Super Bowl but I was like okay maybe I hate the Angels just because of that not really but like you know um and, and they're in your division so I was trying to find some common ground and then at the I end didn't... you just decide to say you hate Giants no. fans so well, now let's no, go I actually I did not I think it was well, Troy Gloss was on that team right yes and he just right. rubbed me the wrong way and so I will like agree. a douche like yeah so I will agree like with you there that watching that World Series I was not a friend a fan of mm-hmm. him and I think like I mean I was we weren't very old then so I think I was like I called him like glitter lip gloss or something like that to like mm. make fun of him. Like, yeah, wow, real mature page. Um, so yeah, we have that in common. Sure. We will absolutely hate the mm-hmm. angels together. That works. Cool. And the, I mean, do Scott. you hate the Yankees too? Like, I feel like that's a normal thing that everybody can agree on. Uh, yeah. I, I yeah. just, in general, you okay. know, it doesn't even, it's not like, man, when we were in Brooklyn, I was like, no, you didn't care about it. Then it's just, everyone should just hate the Yankees. That's just, yes. Unless you're a Yankees fan, you should hate yes, the Yankees. Yeah. Yeah, and the Dodgers and, more so for us, but yeah. Yeah, and yeah. the Dodgers very, very recently have been the Yankees of the West. So mm-hmm. it's very easy yeah. to kind of combine the two and just be like, you know, we, we yeah. hate you all. So we hate them. Yeah. Exactly. And Scott so Spezio on that yeah. Angels team took Felix Rodriguez deep. That son of a bitch. Okay. Now, this is going to be a tough one for you. Okay. I'm sorry. But okay. can you just remove emotion aside and just say, Who's the better player if you just looked at it this way? Is it Matt Olson or Matt Chapman? Because I love both of them and I need you to pick one just as a player. Just as, because I'm not, I'm just going to stop talking. Olson or Chapman? This is like asking me, like, which one of my children is my favorite? Um, (laughs) And then you have to use your mom's answer and say, right, and just say that. (laughs) Love them both. Um, It depends on the day, which is actually true. 
Um, so I'm going to go based on their entire careers and not just this year or last year. And I'm going to go with Chapman. Okay. Um, if we get the batting woes figured out, I think consistently being as good as he is defensively is great. So mm-hmm. I would take Chapman. I'm hoping to God we can somehow keep both, but I think Chapman is the one we would actually lose because his, his um, agent is Scott Boris. So we are mm-hmm. basically screwed and Matt Chapman will, re- will play for the Yankees. And that's that I'm saying that to hopefully reverse jinx and make it not happen. I will take Chapman and I hope, the Madelson does not take that personally because I am rooting for him in, in the home run derby and love mm-hmm. him very, very much and appreciate him. Um, and I'm happy he found his swing and, and we're doing well. And he's also, he's great defensively as well, but I would, mm-hmm. I would go with Chapman. Yeah, no, I, Chapman's so good. And like, I, 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 was, I have a buddy who he lives in Pleasanton and he's a diehard A's fan was a bat boy for them for years. And mm-hmm. I, I'm like, I'm like, I like the A's, the, their roster more than the giants, even though like I'm a giant fan, I'm like, they're just, they're they're ball players you know obviously there's there's posy and then i could just be without other guys on the team you know but it's olsen i think what what i've realized is like olsen's so underrated for especially for that position because it's not a well-rounded position compared to third base which i think yeah. i mean is the best of the best but then there's the arenados of, of the world right there's machado things like that so i was just i just figured i'd ask you know but i, I agree i think chapman's more well-rounded one it would be be like basically who would who would hurt the most if we didn't retain him, you know, or, yeah. you know, I, I would think Chapman would hurt the most. I think I'm expecting that one the most. Mm-hmm. I think Olsen too, when you look at him, you don't think that he's like athletic, but he <laughs> is incredibly athletic. Um, and so I, and like you said, for a first baseman, you don't have to be super athletic, but mm-hmm. he is. And so I definitely think he's underrated, but Matt Chapman is just a superior athlete to a lot of other baseball players in general, no matter the yeah. position. He's just, he's just such a ball player. You know, you're just like, gosh, dang it. He's so good. Yeah. Um, so last question, Giant Says, um, we, you know, just took two out of three from you guys. So what do you think? You know, thoughts? <laughs> thoughts? Yeah. Um, I've been trolled a lot about this. Like I said, my um, cousin's husband is very, very vocal mm-hmm. about the fact that they've been doing well. I'm happy for Giants fans because I, maybe in an odd year, something will happen. Good for you guys. It's congratulations <laughs> on that. Um, Cause the it's a big odd, even year team. Oh my God. I cannot with the even year. I, and I also, I have to, the reason my giants, but I did, it wasn't always this way. I didn't always dislike the giants so much. It was because I legitimately worked with a ton of people at Bleacher Report that were giants fans. And I think like you guys know this, like when you encounter people that work in sports and it, you genuinely have to be passionate about it because Mm it's a lot of work. It really is. And it takes up a lot of your time. It's yes, it's exciting because you get to work in sports, but it's, it can be difficult. And I think Mm -hmm. they are very passionate about how they feel. And I was very much harassed by giants fans. And also (laughs) I think the other part of it was, is I was sort of a bandwagon Cubs fan and then they won the world series and I got to be there when they beat the giants. They bounced this. Yeah. That was super great. Uh, Posey hit one off the top of the wall against Chapman and didn't get out. And then it was, the rest of with history yep. um can i put you at ease for a second okay yes you know um i i would just and this isn't you know i'm not humble bragging but i think mike and i are are very and maybe it's because we're removed from the city and we grew up this way but as far as like the raiders are concerned i feel like we're very passionate but like super realistic you know like we're more often to say like no this you guys suck or this is bad compared to like raiders you know like whatever <laughs> and then with the giants like i moved because I moved down here in 2015 he was always down here too and it was that was it was after the run right after the three out of five but we were also going to games so I'm like we're like there's a lot different kinds of fans that are here you know it's like a lot of it's like oh you just woke up and I also came here for the Warriors thing that was happening too so I'm we're Kings fans you know whatever right but I'm just saying like I feel like we were as much as we are passionate I I think we have an understanding of what you're saying so yeah. hope that you know hey, regardless I, of the jabs that you are taking consistently throughout I this can't I, help think, it. I cannot help okay. it. it it's okay I apologize I I'm very sorry you guys seem like the nice Giants fans but that mm-hmm. is also something that we I found another common ground for us is you guys are Kings fans I didn't really grow up a Warriors fan I mm-hmm. my NBA fandom is very weird um so we can all be on the bandwagon of we were not on the Warriors bandwagon and that was awesome. okay awesome 
yeah no bandwagon is a bandwagon so exactly and and i think like to the core because we're like the passion the deep passion is the raiders and it's like the a's you know you guys know what the stadium's like it's it's just a different like everyone you want to rip it cool but that's it's our stadium yeah it's our and that's what i always say i always say it's my shithole like it is a shithole but it's my shithole please don't make fun of it and Mm -hmm. if you do that's the stuff that i get mad at like matt and mellow for i'm like i know you guys are taking digs but it's not Mm -hmm. funny yeah. And sure, you'll get secondhand high if you go into the bathroom. Okay, that's fine. It's what yeah. you just have to deal with. And there's piss on the walls, whatever, in the guy's bathroom. I don't know what it's like in the other one. But, <laughs> you know, I, I think there's a, a certain sense of we get it, you know. So. Flipping over to your Niners side of things. For the first, like, or last, like, month leading up to the draft, it was, like, Mac Jones, 49ers. Like, it's a done deal, you know. And that was something you had to hear multiple times, I'm sure. Walk us through kind of what it felt like having to go, like just accept the fact that it was going to be him and then Trey Lance being the call because I'm sure there was a sigh of relief. Okay, so this all started sort of at um, the Senior Bowl in Mobile because we were all together and there were a lot of 49ers people there as well. And there was a conversation going on about Matthew Stafford, which obviously now we know mm-hmm. Shanahan was interested, yeah. but there was a conversation going on about how Matthew Stafford was absolutely going to the Niners. It was a done deal. Things were moving. So, at, and, and these are all things that Matt gets information on from certain people. And he can tell you the people that he gets information he trusts and stuff that he just is like, okay, thank you. But doesn't actually like put out there. This was not something he felt comfortable putting out there, but we had had this conversation as a group and then once obviously we were the last day we were there is when everything happened with the Rams and it was just like very it was hilarious because it was like okay and but we saw how obnoxious 49ers fans could be because that rumor had hit the internet and it was insane so that was the start of I think the irritation I would say on Matt and Mello's end and also it eventually got to to be me as well but um that was sort of the start of it and then the Mac Jones thing I, I mean, I literally said to Matt off air, I was like, are you sure? Like, are you serious? He's like, I promise you, this is not something I just think is like doing it to piss off 49ers players or to be funny or whatever. He's like, well, one, he takes his credibility really seriously. And so I think that was the irritating part is that people were like, oh, you're just doing this to, to like make headlines and things like that. And like, you don't work in this industry for 12 years and just like throw that out there out of nowhere. Um, But I, the other part of this is that, I um, have now been brainwashed into being an Alabama fan because <laughs> I have friends that are very closely tied. And to Najee. Me. And Najee. Yeah, and Najee, of course. Mm-hmm. I have friends that are very closely tied to that program. And so I was like, okay, do you guys know anything? Like, what are you hearing? Because <laughs> I wanted to know too. And so I started asking around and it was like, well, Paige, what did you hear? And I was like, oh shit. Okay, this might be real. <laughs> yeah. um, so it was like, all right. I came to terms with it and I was like, eh. I trust Kyle Shanahan as more than I should. I absolutely Mm -hmm. trust him. I think there's a reason that he got where he did with Jimmy Garoppolo as a quarterback. People seem to forget that we made a Super Bowl. I understand it wasn't because of Jimmy, but Jimmy was still Mm -hmm. on that team and still the quarterback of that team. So that part irritated the crap out of me. But I think (laughs) I trusted him and I was like, okay, he sees it. As long as it's not Zach Wilson, I don't care. No offense to Zach Wilson. I just didn't see the hype when I watched him play I think he he landed in the perfect situation for him to do well Mm -hmm. so I will say that I don't think he's gonna be a bust or anything like that but I I was like okay fine it's gonna be Mac and that day of I was so anxious like I did not think I cared I was like I've come to terms with the fact that it's gonna be Mac you know it's totally fine so then we I Mello and myself hopped on like a live zoom call um mm. with a bunch of listeners Mello had tweeted out saying like if anyone wants to watch yeah, so we, so we hop on this zoom call and I thought I was muted um so I'm literally sitting there and I'm like oh my god I'm like texting <laughs> I'm texting my family because I had done like a few um like podcast spots and show spots on the day of the draft so I was like in my like basically like podcast room and I'm like sitting there I'm like so nervous texting them they're like tell us when you know the pick tell us when you know the pick obviously because it comes out earlier and um someone on the call was like it's Trey Lance it's Trey Lance and I was like wait I'm like are you guys fucking with me like this isn't funny and so like I clicked my computer thinking that I was muting myself and I was like screaming (laughs) because I like when the news came out that we had traded up for this pick 
Mm. I, which I also did when I was on, when I found out when I was on the phone with a friend and screamed also when this happened. So I, I legitimately was like, okay, it has to be Trey Lance. Like I want Trey Lance. That's who I've been eyeing. Like if we're taking on the hill for a while and that's, Oh, absolutely. I tweeted out. I was like, Trey Lance are busted. This is what I want. And I was so happy, but I was also so embarrassed that all of those guys (laughs) heard me yell because also we're trying to cut back on swearing on the pod. And I I absolutely just lost it. I was so, I was like shaking almost, which is so embarrassing because I, what's so funny is sometimes I'm like, Oh, I've worked in sports long enough, but there are certain moments. as like a sports fan that you forget, like, especially because I had been so like, all right, it's going to be Mac. Just come to terms with it roll with the punches. The jokes are going to be terrible on the internet. This year's probably going to be terrible on the internet. And uh, yeah, it, it was amazing. And Matt had to apologize and donate a thousand dollars, which was great. Um, and uh, yeah, no, I, I, it was quite the roller coaster. And I will say though, that like Matt on very reliable sources had the fact that it was going to be Mac. So I, I, you, I can't fault him for, oh, yeah, no, or, no. and the other part of this is that like, Matt has a reputation to uphold. So like if some Joe Schmo tweeted and was like, oh, the pick's going to be Trey Lance and it ended up being Trey Lance, he gets to say, hey, look, I told you it was going to be Trey Lance. But like Matt doesn't have that luxury of just like throwing that out. So I don't think he was going to be like liberal with what he was saying if it wasn't fact. Um, So, I mean, that's what everyone else thought. So, I mean, it wasn't just him. So, yeah, I'm happy it is is Trey Lance and hoping Mm. that he starts soon and people – will leave me alone about thinking that Jimmy Garoppolo is attractive. And that's why I think he's a fine quarterback. <laughs> it's just, it's, he's good looking though. Like, I mean, come on. He is, but that doesn't mean I <laughs> can't him as a quarterback or just like a piece on the team. Like he doesn't need to be a super quarterback for us to win. Like we can look at both sides though. And <laughs> one of those sides are very nice. Some, the other one, I mean, most of his sides are very nice. But <laughs> <laughs> most of the angles are nice. Okay? Yeah, every angle is like totally fine. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, then, and that's, you know, that's guy, guy to guy, Jimmy, you, you look great. Um, but right. Just stop, you know, overthrowing people in the Super Bowl, you know, when yeah. you have it there. Anyway, no. um, we, we had, um, we had done a thing after the draft and whatnot talking about like, all right, in five years or, or, four to five years when these quarterbacks are on the end of their contract, like who's going to be, you know, how do, how would you rank them as far as their success and everything like that? And we were talking about how it was like, you could really take whoever Kyle Shanahan took and probably put them like in the top three, you know what I mean? Cause mm-hmm. it's just like, he took them for a reason. You know what I mean? It's like, whoever he takes, yep. it's like, all right, well, like he knew something different or he sees something in this person, mm-hmm. you kind of just trust him as a person. So it's like, it could have been Mac Jones still. And I'd have been like, yeah, he probably is going to be a top three guy out of this draft just because of the system. You know what I mean? As opposed to like, well, Trey Lance got the talent. Of course he's going to, but. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I think so many people, and I think this is something that like Matt Mello and I have talked about is like, I just started evaluating players on a draft level. Like my main job is to cover them in college football. And for me, I didn't, I don't look at it as the sense of like, oh, they have this, these people around them or whatever. It was very much that I trusted Kyle Shanahan. I've seen what he's done with pieces and not having them all there. And I mean, it didn't turn out so terrible. So I'm, I'm like, okay, no matter what I, I sort of trust him. So yeah, no, I totally agree with you guys there. Yeah. There's there's just so many levels to it. And, but when you get into peak draft season, it's just the person versus the person. And you're like, this is not going to make it like, well, no, you don't know that, you know, it's like, what are we talking about? Like, like Zach Wilson could have better traits or whatever. It's still the Jets. Sorry. You know, so whatever, dude, like, exactly. No, it's it's true. And like I said, like you have what five guys that people are like, Oh, these are changing these franchises. It's like, Mm -hmm. when has that ever happened? We have five guys in one draft class that at the Mm -hmm. same position. Panthers Panthers are really going to make a push this year. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Cool, but no, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's not going to happen. So I think it's just like, it's all relative. Like you just yeah. have to, and, and the other part of, like I said, some people just guess and they are like, mm-hmm. Oh, I was right. See, and it's like, no, I try yep. really hard not to do that. Cause I think working a bleacher report, sometimes you get that way because it's just like fun, but mm-hmm. I've, I've really tried to, to get away from the, Hey, look, I was right type thing, except for, I will die on the Patrick Mahomes hill because I actually watch Texas tech games um because of cliff kingsbury i'm not afraid to admit that i watched because i watched all of college football but i mm-hmm. very much paid attention to texas tech mm-hmm. and i was like he's good like this guy's actually mm-hmm. going to be good you put him in you he has weapons and he can get it there he's fine hd makes a big difference 
with Cliff, you know, so yep. it's all good. Um, well, you could be, you could be us and sitting here on our Raider podcast that we started almost a year ago and just say that we wish Kyle Shanahan was our coach. And then I will be walking around my home as I'm carrying my child and just, she's crying because she needs to change her diaper and the Raiders take Alex Leatherwood. And I just go, yeah, makes sense. And then I just walk away, you know, like you could have that. So the child thing is great, but like the, you just go, yes. So it was a reach, but I don't think it's terrible. I don't think it's like the worst thing you guys could have done. Um, and I also, I feel, I hate to say this. I do feel bad for your quarterback. I, I think he's a good quarterback. Like I feel really bad for him. I feel like he's in like a really crappy situation and it's getting better. It's definitely getting better, but I, I feel for him a little bit and I'm hoping that he ends up with, you know, maybe a guy from, from green Bay. That's a former teammate that would love to come play with him. Not going to name names, not going to name names, but um, I'm hoping that does happen for him because I mean, if you add that to the group, you guys already have with all of them healthy, you know, you actually, yeah, you actually address, like, it's like you have the script because my next bullet literally was, Say something nice about the Raiders, and you just say thank you. <laughs> See, so thank you for I'm that. not as big of a Raiders. I joked okay. with you guys when you asked if I'd be on. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, just a warning. I probably will make a jab. Um, but no, I have. Yeah. I think I told this story on our um, our podcast, two guys a girl. Um, but like Rich Gannon said, I was cute when I was five. So like, I will nice. always have that. I will mm-hmm. always have that. That he thought I was adorable, and so that will I will associate with the Raiders and be okay with that because he said that so well thank you for your service we we, yeah. really appreciate, <laughs> we appreciate that um so I just want your 60 to 90 second thoughts on the match yesterday just okay. just give give us all the 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 Phil Tom Brady right just just it doesn't even have to be 60 90 seconds just I want your takes that's all all right. Well, Aaron Rodgers is a better golfer than I thought he was. I think we all can agree on that. That was a little out of nowhere. Um, we thought he was just like spending time in Hawaii. Like I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure he was golfing and working on his golf game. He mm-hmm. said he didn't care. Um, I, Tom Brady is, I don't want to like him in his memes, but mm-hmm. I do. I think he, I, I don't, like I said this before. I don't, I didn't love new England, Tom. I love Tampa Tom or Tampa, yeah, whatever you want to call him. I, I like him. I like Florida man, Tom. Um, I think he's funny. I think he's a little <laughs> bit looser. I think that's just the nature of where he is and you know, the fan base there and how like he's gotten older and he's done what he, he doesn't need to prove anything anymore. He's just continuing to shut people up, which is hilarious. Um, but yeah, no, I, I enjoy the match because I love golf, but I also loved the fact that Phil Mickelson was actively making fun of Bryson and he, he so did brave. not get it. He, he didn't so get great. it. And I, I look, I, I don't love giving people a hard time, but Bryson and like, I, I gave him props when he won the U S open being like, okay, I understand people talked a lot of crap about how you did things, bulking up, changing your game, doing all that, being the science guy, whatever. And you sort of shut them up by winning a major. So I, I totally respect that, but he's just so annoying. Like I cannot with the, like, even just when Aaron Rodgers is going like this about you, like yeah. that is bad. Like you should check yourself and be like, cause Aaron Rodgers is a weird dude too. Um, right. so I, the self-awareness the of the, of it's the situation, just just like, no, it's just not there. <laughs> it's just not there. And I, I love Brooks Kepka. And so for me, that rivalry is so good for golf. I love it that like people on, on tour, people on the side in media, football players, basketball players will text Brooks about the like beef they have. I think that's great for the sport. I personally really love golf. So anything that grows the game is great. And I think always having Charles, I know people give Chuck a hard time for just being like an idiot sometimes, but he's, he's good content. He's funny. (laughs) Like the stuff he says and the digs he takes and asking Baker Mayfield, if he was wearing a robe was phenomenal as well. (laughs) Like anytime you can roast Baker, that's great. Um, But yeah, no, I, I thought it was a great um, event. I hope it just continues on. I know it's had different people involved. Um, I really hope Steph gets involved Mm -hmm. in some capacity so that we can watch him golf golf. Um, But yeah, no, I loved it. And I, I think having Aaron Rodgers involved in this during this weird time for him um, was interesting because I just would never expect him to agree to do something like this, knowing the situation that he was going to be in. Like he knew that he was doing this 
a while ago. So like, even if this was in the talks for a really long time, like I think he knew that he would be in a situation where he was either leaving there or, you know, still trying to figure it out, which it sounds like they're, he's given them an ultimatum at this point. It sounds like it to me. Yeah. No, it's, um, w- Micah got me into a uh, part by take and, and, and Brooks Kepka, you know, Blake of the year. Blake so of the year. Yeah. We, it's hard to not just be, you know, not only that, he's a good dude. And then, um, you know, Bryson just sucks. Right. It's just like, that's just what it is. He's just so like, annoying. just be you, just be a nerd, you know, that's fine. But like, don't, he's like, no, I'm going to get them and I'm going to give Tom Brady duct tape. And it's like, yeah, well, you missed it again. So sorry, buddy. Yeah. Um, so awkward. <laughs> it was weird, but um, you, you mentioned Steph. Have you been to the, um, it's, is it the pro-am the new, in Tahoe? I have not. I really, really list. would like to. Um, yeah. I've been to that golf course before, but mm-hmm. I have never been for um, the actual tournament. Um, I've been out to Pebble, which is amazing. I don't know if you guys have done that, but amazing golf course to be at. But Bay Area, I guess you can't really consider that Bay Area. Northern California. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, golf. Right. Yeah. yeah uh golf is very very good but yeah i would love to get up and be able to see that at some point but um yeah unfortunately i had not been it's this next week right it's this weekend yeah it's this weekend yeah um with the mcgregor fight too um okay i i swear i'm almost out of questions but an mba yeah don't forget about your bucks even though my bucks they are my bucks i (laughs) picked them i know i picked them i know but u of a you know know. you're probably battling a lot of things right now it's okay yeah there are a lot of people that are not happy with me that i'm siding with the the bucks but i have to stick to it i can't but you're staying true i think that's important yeah thank you so of course no problem um okay so so this is rapid fire there's oh Two, there's, there's two questions that are very just selfish that I just need answers to. Um, okay. And then two that are more focused around you, which makes sense as we're interviewing you. So um, this is number one. It's actually a, a good transition is I'm going to, we're going to a wedding this weekend and it's okay. in Carmel. You mentioned Pebble Beach. So hey. um, I, I swear to God, I don't even know this. What does black tie optional mean? Cause I, cause my wife is like, Hey, what are you wearing this weekend? I'm like, well, what's the you know, whatever. And she's like, it's black tie optional. I'm like, can you explain that to me what that means? So I can figure out how to dress for this black tie optional means you for sure have to wear a jacket. In my opinion, it can be just a suit, Yeah. but black tie, like there's no like, Hey, no jacket. It's summertime. This is like a, Hey, wear your jacket type of Mm -hmm. deal. So you're going to be sweating, but it is what it is. And to me, that means suit jacket, no matter what tux, if you're fancy. Like tie for, for oh, yes okay. so when it, it just says black tie is optional but you must wear a tie <laughs> but black tie is like is a tuxedo right it's like full like Maybe purple full, like, listen we're <laughs> listen we're from paradise i don't know these things okay <laughs> i just need help is all so. <laughs> you're like you i grew up in pleasanton i probably mm-hmm. more you just assume that i'm bougie uh, they're just hilarious no no i'm just saying <laughs> i'm sure you know better than i do so. yeah that's that's it, fair but i covered I, that my ass this, right there that would be the safe bet would be to go full suit and in tie. Okay. But now, story. now I'm going to add to it. Okay. She, okay. so it, this is our old roommate who we he, live with in Dublin. Yeah, he acts like he can't just text the bride and ask her. No, I, so you don't text the bride bride week when it's yeah, it, do Wednesday, not text basically her. Maybe Thursday. Text, is your wife in the wedding? No, but okay. She, then text like a bridesmaid. Do you know a bridesmaid? Mm-mm. I know the bride because we lived with her. And she's okay. cool. And, uh, but I'm also not going to, I know my boundaries too. She okay. said, no, uh, what did she say? No, no gray or, or blue or, or brown. And I'm like, so black, so black. or white, <laughs> like, or, or uh, dumb and dumber. Like, can I just, you know, yeah, orange. Like, orange sucks. Does that work? You know? <laughs> powder blue. Oh, she said no blue. Well, yeah, I would definitely I doubt go powder black. blue is what she meant. But. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, she definitely meant Navy, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's like, hey, don't don't worry about a tux, but your options are black suit or tux. It sounds like she really <laughs> oh, wants okay, to wear so a tux. Oh, okay, so the same thing, just a different style. Yeah. Very yeah. passive aggressive way to tell you. you Excellent. Tux. Cool. Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna wear the you know uh, what the Monopoly guy little thing here. The monocle. Too, so. The monocle. The monocle. The top thank hat. You. Yeah, maybe the top hat too. Who knows? Abe Lincoln. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, favorite winery. If you're gonna pick one winery in Livermore. 
I have to go Wenty just of because it's the one I remember <laughs> of and spend the most time at. Okay. But I'm glad they're open again. I have I can explore all mm. the new ones. There are a lot of good ones here. I recommend Livermore Wineries always. Yes. Um, we went to one that w- and it had just opened up. I don't know what, but it, there's like the con cannons. There's, there's a couple of, um, there's a thousand obviously, but yeah, there's um, so many, there's some good ones. Um, okay. So advice for me, once again, I told you there's two selfish ones. This is number two. Okay. Uh, I'm a girl dad. How can I be like a cool girl dad? You know, what do you think? Like some things I need to work on in my game. Um, I would just remind her that she can do anything that okay. being a girl doesn't, isn't a disadvantage or an advantage. It's just, you're great as you are. Like, I, I think one of the biggest things that like being a woman in sports, like I respected guys who just like, didn't necessarily bring up the fact that I was a girl or anything like that. It was just like, Hey, she's part of what we're doing here. So I think just making it like the norm, like it's no, there's no difference. Just do whatever you want to do and put her in every sport possible. Cause it's so fun. I loved playing sports growing up. Yeah. That was, that was part two is, is like, I just, I want, so this is what I didn't say because you were, you know, you were a jerk to us about the, the giants, but we <laughs> went to our, so the first you weren't, I'm sorry. Um, the first we took uh, Avery, we took her to our first game, um, the giants game. And it was like, uh-huh. Hey, you know how quarantine your first year, you saw four people in a room ever. Here's 50,000. Let's see what this does for your brain. You know? Uh-huh. So we went to, but it was game three of the giants A's game and they lost. They just got blanked. Um, so that so she's, not allowed in another Giants game. I, I don't know. Saying? I don't know at this point. I'm just saying <laughs> I need to take take that into consideration. What you need to do is take her to an A's game, just so as a child of the Bay Area that she has had that experience before mm-hmm. they leave. And if the A's lose that game, then the, it's the balance of powers is matched out, and she okay, can go back to cool. the Giants game. They go. That makes me feel good. And then also, I can get those five dollar mini round table pizzas that are in the yeah. fucking deck. Gosh, they that. they do have good food like garlic fries and. The margaritas are really good if you go to the right place. Mm-hmm. It's true. Um, okay, great. Last one. And this is a, we're, we're sponsored by Draft Top. Okay, so no big deal. Okay. I don't know. You guys have, you know, you got some sponsors too. So um, this <laughs> is the Draft Top question. Michael, what's the promo code and things? Yeah, so go on Draft Top, get your Draft Top tool. Best tool you could have this summer. Um, the promo code is uh, Topless Crew 10 and get 10% off all your accessories, tools. Uh, they got tons of different merch, T-shirts. Uh, they even got caps. So we'll we'll give you a little rundown. Draft top. Um, you basically twist off the 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 top to your can, and it opens it up like a regular cup. It's actually oh, nice. pretty nifty. Yeah. So um, they've got tons of accessories to go with it. Um, go to drafttop.com. Use promo code uh, Topless Crew ten. Get ten percent off. So for you on the 4th of July, that's going to play pretty well. Yeah, And even seltzers, seltzers, anything, anything hey. in the Ooh, can seltzers, off yeah. the top on. So, um, well, this is the, the ant at the Thanksgiving table, but uh, what, what is it for you? What's next for you in your, in your career? And, you know, this is just, just where are you going? What, what are some things you want to do? You don't have to share with us, but <laughs> just in general, what, where, what, what's next for you? Yeah, well, um, what's next is, you know, figuring out what this fall looks like for two guys that grow on a podcast, we are going to try and get on the road. Um, It's definitely going to take some time to figure out because there's three of us and there's a lot to manage in terms of that because I still have a full time job at Bleacher Report. Um, Obviously, my main focus is is college football season and and making sure that runs smoothly for for Bleacher Report, um, but just continuing to grow the podcast and um, again, it's two guys growing a podcast. So if you don't follow it, go follow it. Um, I will say it's going to be changing a lot. I think, um, when we first started it, we weren't really sure if we could talk much football. And so people were always like, Oh, bring back such a football. This isn't like it. And it's like, that was sort of the point one. Mm-hmm. Um, and two, like it's, it's still going to be, um, you know, fun. And we're going to talk about very random things. Cause I think people definitely enjoy that. Um, but we are going to get into the nitty gritty of football. And I think that's sort of what our main goal is, is to refocus it and make it more of a football only podcast, um, as opposed to, you know, ranking random things. Um, even though we did, it was a lot of fun, but yeah. I think we're definitely going to move into some more football. So I think that's the main focus now is just figuring out where we're going to be on the road, um, and getting people out to see us. And then, making it more about football. Great. 
And then also now you have a new alternative host, which is Micah. So if you guys need a backup, yes. Mike, is, Mike is jumping in and he's- Your brother is so supportive. I love that you guys are brothers. I mean, I, I always like, I, I mean, I'm a big feels person. So for me, like I love this, the sentimental stuff like that. And I love Matt and Miller, such an interesting mm-hmm. dynamic and just like getting to hang out with them more and be around them more and like meet their family. Um, yeah, it's definitely a fun thing to be able to work with your brother. So I'm glad you guys are doing this and I would encourage you to just keep doing it because I mean, I enjoyed my time here. Yeah. Well, thank well, we re- you. yeah, we really appreciate it. It's, it's awesome to do. It's obviously something that is, you know, picked up as a hobby. We, we haven't uh, had a chance to quit our day jobs yet and strictly neither, podcasting. So, so <laughs> yeah, that's actually yeah. discouraging that, yeah. <laughs> no, I- that we have so far to go. <laughs> It's really not. I mean, because what's so funny is people are always like, oh, everyone has a podcast and like, hey, thanks. But I mean, the podcast industry is not going anywhere. The streaming industry is not going anywhere. So I I always tell people, yes, I understand there are a lot of podcasts, but I don't think that the the landscape is going to be oversaturated. Like there are people being very dramatic about that. Um, I think it's the formats are going to change and how you, you know, um, listen to them and consume them are going to be different. But I think podcasts are going to be around for a really long time. So I would encourage it. And I'll tell all of my Raider fan friends that I Boom. and family members that I have that you guys are doing this. So awesome. I mean, there you go. Yeah. And no, I think I think it is what I think it's what you make of it, right? Like for him and I, we just we like doing it and he has to deal with me, which probably isn't fun most of the time. Um, but I think doing it all my overall, life. So. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, <laughs> and like, like yeah, now just get some content out of it. So, you know, um, no, but it's we we do appreciate it. We 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 love you and think you're great. Think you're awesome. so thank you so smart and and we're happy to see where it goes with two. I always miss that. It's two guys, two guys a, a girl, girl and, and a, a pod. I just say two guys a girl pod and it that doesn't. It it that is just what it's become because that's our social. Um, mm. but yeah, it's definitely a mouthful. And I know Matt had the intentions of it being like two guys a girl in a pizza place. But there are other things that people have very much been like, this is really close to this. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no, no, thanks. Um, but yeah, no, two guys, a girl and a podcast. Nice. Okay. Well, and uh, where tell the people where they can find you on, on social. I am on, I am that sports page on THAT, that sports page, because there's a mm. love sports page. There's all kinds of confusing. We don't follow those, there. by the way. Oh, interesting. Just that uh, sports page. That's just that right. sports page on every platform oh, okay. uh, you could Lucky possibly you. find TikTok, mm. uh, Instagram. I'm very much the social media one of the podcast group. If I had to pick one of us that is very active, I would say I'm probably the most active on social media. Yeah. Well, you're going to have to teach me how to, how to do Twitter. Cause I, I got it last year at the end of last year and Mike has tried and I'm just, uh, I don't know what I'm doing. So honestly, if I were to tell someone asked me like, what social media platform would you give up? I was, I, and I said, if you could, cause like for my job, I have to be on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, definitely Twitter. Um, but that's where I have the most followers. So I don't know if that I was like, that seems a little like counterintuitive yeah. but you know what it is what it is but it's it's hard because it's, really it's the wild west out there i mean twitter is just it's it's like jumping in a mosh pit at a concert you're just, just like don't respond <laughs> yeah no it's and and you could get like looped into something that you didn't even want to be a part of that's yeah. how like it's so messed up like someone could retweet you to one of their followers and then some bot comes in it's like the craziest experience you're like what is going on i have learned to not respond although it takes a lot of effort on my end and my mom, I should warn everyone. My mom reads any message that has sent my direction. My mother reads. <laughs> and she's like, did you see that person that said that? I'm like, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> and I'm like, I just don't care. And she's very protective. So my, my advice would she's be calling their mom. Like, yeah. The she's like, um, did you see what your child, <laughs> said my child? Um, but I would say since you are new, you are going to get people that you, no one's ever going to uh, always agree with you. So you just have to sort oh, of, I know that. Did you yeah. just I, I've gotten that out quickly. Yeah, really? so I don't have yeah, so I don't have a ton of followers in general, and I don't okay. care. I will like, follow like, you after this. So just thank heads up. you so much. That's gonna be huge. <laughs> like, and that's like actually pretty genuine. Um, but when I started, I was telling them like, Mikey, you gotta walk me through this, dude, because I just got an, an argument about Deshaun Watson over Ben Roethlisberger, you know, for like hours, and he's like, oh, okay, 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 peel back. So then I stopped. I was like, I need to quit this, and I was just retweeting for the pod, and then. And, and I was like, I'm resisting this, right? I'm just resisting this hate. And then someone, Mike, so also he writes for uh, Just Blog Baby, which is a part of the Raiders. Yeah. Um, so he writes articles. And so 
And then someone said something today and I was like, don't you talk to my guy like that? So then I went after him and I was like, you know, I'm like, but hold on a sec. You know, so I think it's a balance, right? I'm more yeah. of like the protector and I don't, I also don't need, is it clout? Is that a thing? Does clout, yeah. It? Okay. Yeah, that's... I, 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 trust me. I'm hey, what's the ratio? The Can you guys explain that to me? What does that mean? <laughs> oh, you don't want to be ratio. You don't want to be ratio. <laughs> what does that mean? Like, it means you get more mentions than likes or retweets. Which is people talking shit, basically. If, so, if someone, if someone like quote, te- quote tweets you, um, or uh, you know, way more than they like mm-hmm. it, or just regular tweet it, it's just really because they have something to say about it, and more often than not, it's something bad to say. So if okay. you just have an exponential amount that of yeah. or be that, cool. yeah, it's it's definitely a interesting place, and I. I can tell you from just even seeing the mentions of like the social people at Bleacher Report, they'll be like, hey, come look at what people are responding to this post that we just posted. I'm like, oh my gosh, like it is, it's a wild world out there. So definitely don't take it personally, but I understand the being fired up and protective because mm. I've gotten to the point where I don't care. But like, if someone says something bad, if someone says something bad about my brother, it would be over for that person. Yeah. I think everybody gathered that from our, our podcast the other day, mm. but yeah, I would absolutely um, end them. So that yeah, would be, yeah, I yeah. wouldn't bite my tongue. So hopefully he doesn't get into the Twitterverse and social media like more so than he is already, but yeah, no, I, I just, I think at first I was just naive and I was like, Oh, I want to talk to you about this thought. And I was like, and they're like, fuck you. And I was like, Oh, oh okay. they don't want to talk. There's no talking. And people are yeah. so Micah like, puts his arm around me. He's like, it's okay, man, this happens. I'm like, but why does he think that of me? Like, I don't yeah, think exactly. that's exactly. They think you're like such a bad person. And you're like, that's so yeah. mean. Does you he know I'm one. a father? Like, come on, man. Like, yeah. It's hurt. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's man. definitely a complicated place for sure. Yeah. Well, thank you guys. That was a good lesson. I learned a lot, especially in the the, the black tie optional. I'm still actually I don't even know the answer to that. Even though we talked through it, just but, dress um, up. Just dress up just like dress you're going up, to a wedding. Yeah. Act like you're going to a wedding and you'll be good. Yeah, you're gonna have to send me a picture of what you and uh, you and your wife end up wearing. So we, so yeah. we I'm like, I went, I went with the tux. Um, <laughs> and you're like, I was the only guy in the tux. <laughs> yeah. She went with and the white like, dress and a veil. So. Yeah, and like, does this not play? Like, I'm Lloyd Christmas and she's a bride. Is this not themed? Um, okay. Well, thank you. We yeah. thank you for uh, taking the time. We we appreciate it. And um, you know. Go, go follow that sports page. We don't subscribe to the sports page or that apostrophe. Yes, we, we are only one that sports page and that's you. And we appreciate, um, we appreciate, but, but genuinely it's been, this has been fun and, and we're excited to see where your career goes and, and thanks for listening to mostly me, um, but also <laughs> for, for jumping on here. So. Thank you guys so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, of course. We really course. appreciate you coming on and, and uh, look forward to where the podcast goes as well with the, um, mm-hmm. Uh, the tailgate tours, the, the uh, whatever it ends up being, if that's yeah, what it's called. it's called. Yeah. <laughs> so we definitely will. Um, if you guys get out on the West coast or, you know, will them get on the way you're already out here, but um, yeah, I'll try and bring here. them out this way. Yes, definitely get them out this way. We'll definitely be there if you do. So it'll be, yeah. it'll be fun. And, and we appreciate you giving us this time that we dragged on with, but um, <laughs> hey, that is okay. I know how it goes. So I appreciate it very much. Cool. Definitely. We, definitely we um <laughs> so, well we awesome. appreciate it thank you tell katie that i said hi <laughs> i will absolutely tell her because i think i'm seeing her like tomorrow so <laughs> yeah, yeah well i was like once i once i realized like how close i was like okay so i'm like kind of know you and, and but <laughs> her and i have like i think she's awesome and i don't know what she thinks of me but just know that she i think she's awesome so there's... all right i will let her know that you said that <laughs> right on well thank you Paige. we appreciate it bye guys we'll see you later